Good morning, Watermark. I want to thank all of you that have and will contribute to the Second Corinthians devotional series. I love that we at Watermark do this. It is one of my favorite things we do. It is a great way to build community and practice spiritual exercise. We also build some common knowledge and understanding. This is Jeff Bovee, and I get to read and talk about 2 Corinthians 3, 1 through 6. Let's pray. Father, bless this time and prepare the hearts and ears of all those listening to receive the nugget relevant to them. 2 Corinthians 3, 1 through 6. Are we beginning to commend ourselves again, or do we need, like some people, letters of recommendation to you or from you? You yourselves are our letter, written on our hearts, known and read by everyone. You show that you are a letter from Christ, the result of our ministry, written not with ink, but with the Spirit of the living God, not on tablets of stone, but on tablets of human hearts. Such confidence we have through Christ before God, not that we are competent in ourselves to claim anything for ourselves, but our competence comes from God. He has made us competent as ministers of a new covenant, not of the letter, but of the Spirit, for the letter kills, but the Spirit gives life. Last Thursday, Steve Durr talked about how he loved Paul's heart. I love how Paul lays out an argument and draws mental pictures to help you feel the depth of his emotions. The Corinthians are questioning his authority and right to offer spiritual advice. What he says in quite metaphorical language, I think, is what he's really saying if you read between the line, Listen here, Buster, we have history. My work is well documented. Why are you giving me grief? It is clear that Paul is pointing to the lives of those living in Corinth and that they are a reflection of Jesus. They were the fruits of his earlier ministry in Corinth, and it was easy to see they had a relationship with Christ. In my, in that, in my mind, that seems to be pretty much the best possible outcome for sharing the gospel. The Holy Spirit working in ways that build the kingdom and encourage all that read the message that their lives have written. That leads me to what I see as a first point of application. Every interaction we have is a communication to others. A letter, if you will. Much of it is junk mail, easy to receive and easy and just as easy to throw out. There is that portion where we are sharing larger pieces of ourselves and what is written on our hearts is read by others. This is one of the first lessons I was taught as a young boy who professed to be a follower of Christ. Everything we do is on display to others about who is the Lord of our lives. I knew my actions were a reflection of Christ. I knew we can't just act like Jesus in front of other Christians, not caring how we look to the rest of the world. It was important to me, in, God, in Paul's words, to be a letter that nudged people toward God. Unfortunately, I often failed, and still do. When I need to give myself a pep talk in this area, I think of Matthew 12, the last half of verse 34. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. What's in my heart matters. How can I say I am filled with the Holy Spirit if I have evil thoughts about the driver that just cut me off? How can I be short with a loved one when I'm a child of the King and I'm going to heaven? Well, because I'm a selfish, 
prideful follower of Christ that is still transforming. I think most of us want to present our best selves and that people would read a letter that reflects that image. I know for me, there is an employee at Verizon that thinks I am an amazing person being guided by a higher power and living a selfless life. There is another Verizon agent that knows me as a sharp tongue, impatient, unwilling to extend grace person because I'm an error somewhere in digital land that they were unable to fix, thus wasting my time and a bit of cash. The point for me is, unless that I am prayed up and have died to self, I can write a pretty horrifying letter of the human condition. The last part of verse 6 brings us to a second application. For the letter kills, but the Spirit gives life. When we try to write the proverbial letter by being good and relying on rules and our own devices to present who Christ is, the law, if you will, we are dead in the water. It kills our witness. We are flawed and our flaws will sabotage our good intentions. My experience is that when we lose ourselves in seeking God's message, we are living a different life that is bold and powerful. A far better source than I agrees. The Bible says in Luke 9, 23, if you want to follow him, you will have to die to self daily, and by dying, you actually live. Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. Jesus knew we were going to do many doors. When Jesus had died to self daily, I think he was telling us we would mess up. We would let circumstances be our marching orders and not our faith. It is a recurring event that we can do because we are going to need grace, and God extends us that grace. We will write bad letters when we are master of our days. Simply put, the letter we want people to read when they encounter us can be authored by the Holy Spirit. When you think of it, that is a huge relief. It doesn't depend on me. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, help us to get out of our own way, lose ourselves in the reflection of you, of your Son, and do it again in all of our tomorrows. Help us to not despair when we write something that does not represent you. Thank you for equipping us and for extending grace when we fail. Jesus, I love you. Amen.